When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, we need your help. We're asking for your help. We're asking for your suggestions. No promises. Like, we're not going to definitely do what you ask on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, but we are hey. taking your suggestions. What genre of comedy should we do for Project Down and Dirty? Do you want to know why I'm asking? Why are you asking? Because Project Down and Dirty. I mean, because we learned yesterday that Project Down and Dirty 2022 will be. Film Fest! Film Fest! <laughs> So we are all being charged with the task of doing, I believe it's a seven to nine minute movie. Mm -hmm. And we have to do it in the comedy genre. However, within the comedy genre, there are many different types of comedy. Oh, for sure. So we're asking you endless amounts. What do you see when you think Team Cobra? (laughs) Enough about us. What do you think think about us? Is fart joke comedy... Uh, is that a genre? Is that a fart, genre? Because fart genre? That would probably be. I like the fart ours. comedy genre. Mm, uh, I like the flatulence genre. I mean, flatulenceology. You guys are making it sound real smart. Uh, but what <laughs> kind of comedy would you like to see come out of Team Cobra? 651-641-1071. All right. Well, uh, I mean, again, you said it. There's tons. Do you have any thoughts? Well, you know, okay, so. I've I've been thinking about this. It's hard because you kind of have to throw everything at the wall and then kind of look at everything you have and then go, ah, what rings true? So I've been sort of just trying to list off in my own mind, like what kinds of comedies do I like? Am I drawn to? Okay. And what are you drawn to? I'm drawn. Well, and I also know us. Okay. So here's where I am. This is a suggestion. It's just a suggestion. Like, what about a mockumentary? Oh, sure. Right? Like, that's a comedy situation. Mockumentary is a definite style of comedy. That is a definite style of comedy. So that one kind of, that's been tickling my brain a little bit. Uh, 651-641-1071. When you think of Team Cobra, what genre would you like to see come out of us for Project Down and Dirty Film Festival? Who do we have on the line? Lindsay's on the phone. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, how are you? Good. Lindsay, what kind of what kind of comedy do you think Team Cobra would, would kill? I think you should do end of the world situation, how you two handle it. Like oh. zombie apocalypse. I like that. I like apocalypse. I'm here for an apocalypse comedy. Like, you know, it's like, how do you two handle your situation? Do you just let Bradley die and like, run <laughs> off the set? Lindsay! Whatever happens. Oh, thank you for your call, Lindsay. I mean, listen, what she just said actually made me think of another kind of comedy that we could draw from. Because, Bradley, do you remember the reality that we went through when we did Project Down and Dirty? Oh, yeah. 
boot camp. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It was, it was like watching Chaos. Benny Hill. Well, and in fact, it's funny that you say that because Jeff sent us an email and said... Benny Hill style comedy, although I don't know if you mean actual Benny Hill style comedy because I don't think uh, we have enough boobs for that. Actually, we probably do have enough boobs, but you probably don't. Holly, I don't. Colleen, how are you feeling about? I'm your gonna boobs? leave them where they are. Thanks, though, <laughs> for that. Thanks we've, for the offer. We've got two other people on the line. Great. Who do we have next? Tiffany's on the phone. Hello, Tiffany. What genre? Hi, everybody. What genre of comedy do you think Hi. we should do? I think murder mystery would be fun. Ooh. Oh, that's funny you say that, Tiffany, because Panda just tweeted the same thing. She said you should do a Panda's sleuth my comedy. Girl. Yeah, whoop, whoop, you're on the same page, honey. I love that. Okay. Awesome. A murder Thanks, mystery. I like yeah. it. A la Clue. Right? Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you, Flames. Flames, at the side flames of my on face. the side of my face. Uh, who else do we have on the line? Trace, uh, well, let's go to Mark, actually, first. He's been patiently waiting. Hi, Mark. Thank you for patiently waiting. What genre of comedy do you see for Team Cobra? Well, I liked your mockumentary idea, so maybe it should be like spoofing all the other on-air talent. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, dangerous, uh-huh. dangerous. Like, you know, Lori and Julia and, you know, having Lori hold up a mirror the whole time while she's on the air looking at herself. Or... <laughs> Wait, I want you to write <laughs> the rest of this. That? Yeah, I think you might need to send us a screenplay, yes, Mark. Yes, thank you, Mark. We will... I, could, I could send some notes. <laughs> Feel free. I like it. Send them in an email. Thank you, Mark. That's hilarious. <laughs> Tracy's on the line. Hi, Tracy. Tracy, what genre of comedy do you think Team Cobra should uh, play with for Project Down and Dirty Film Festival? I think you guys should do a mock-up on relationships. Mm. Okay, mm. I like this. I like this. So but like, okay. at the same time, do it like a love triangle. So it's two relationships with one person being in the middle of both. That reminds me of it. Thank you, uh, Tracy. That's that's a great idea. It reminds me of that Jennifer Lopez movie with, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. No. Nope. George Clooney. Nope, it was recent. The one where Owen Wilson plays. Oh, yeah, Owen Wilson. (laughs) Marry me. Marry me. Wasn't that kind of a publationship three-way? And then they fell in love anyway. I know. That's what happens. We got Laura on the line. Hi, Laura. Laura, what kind of comedy do you think Team Cobra should do? Hi, this is going to be a throwback, Burns and Allen, and I suggest that because it was a very smart type of comedy, and both of you guys are so smart. Oh, thank okay, you, Okay, that was the Laura. most lovely compliment. That's sweet. Thank you. Burns and Allen. Um, so, you know, we can do fart jokes and be intelligent. It's true. All at I mean, the same time. how do you think he lit that cigar? George Burns. Uh, <laughs> Alan, Alan said for Project Down and Dirty, I could see a Team Cobra mockumentary of The Breakfast Club just stuck in detention for some reason. Great idea. Yeah. Um, we also, I was just looking through the list of actual comedy genres, and yeah. there's one that you and I like have just is literally our life. The sitcom. Situation comedy. Yeah, obviously. Right? Like, we both grew up watching sitcoms. Totally. I feel like that's a no-brainer. Right? What's the deal? What's the deal? Um, also, I could see us being like a, like doing like a buddy, like a buddy uh, detective movie. Oh, yeah, like Tango and Cash. Yeah. Oh, uh, I would think more like the uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. He, oh, the, uh, heat. He, the Heat. The yeah. Heat. Turner and Hooch. I mean, yeah, sure. Which one of us is a dog? dog. (laughs) 
see that. That could be fun. I just, the thing that's hard about this right now is that ever, anything is possible. Other comedic genres include insult comedy, inside wow. humor, improv comedy. Done that. Deadpan, heritage comedy. Uh, what that. does that mean? Uh, the comedian discusses humorous traits or stereotypes about their own culture or heritage. Yeah, so like Jeff Foxworthy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, cringe comedy. That sounds like our show. Yep. Uh, character comedy. <laughs> blue comedy. I mean, we're not allowed to work blue, but I feel we like could for a movie. Our, our off oh. air, our off air is it's pretty blue. blue. It could maybe just be a string of expletives and all the things that we can't say on the air. Mm. There's also black comedy or dark comedy mm-hmm. uh, dealing that would with be that disturbing murder. subjects as death, drugs, terrorism, um, rape, or war. Okay. I don't think we're going to do that. Nope. No. Anecdotal comedy. What's the deal? <laughs> and burlesque. Or what's called aggressive humor. Aggressive. <laughs> we got options. Yeah. We have almost too many options. Holly, do you have any uh, genre ideas? Well, let's just go straight vaudeville. Oh, yeah. Flapstick? Is that like slapsticky? Oh, yeah, sure. How, like, how about some, pr- are we going to do some pratfalls and that yeah. kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all here for it. Physical um, comedy is hilarious. Holly, do you have any, oh, this is a great idea. We got this from Felicia. She said, what about a spoof on Three's Company? Yeah. Again, sitcoms, man. Right? I'm here for it. Right up our alley. Like something very 70s. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and Very sexual innuendo. Like, super The gay guy creepy. living with... Oh my God, it kind of like... But I'd have to play straight. Who would be Mr. Roper? Who would be Mrs. Roper? I would like to play Mrs. Roper. Well, I think I'm already wearing a 70s caftan to work today. I would, so. like, true, I would true. like for you to lend that to be Arthur because she would make oh, yeah. a killer. Or Mrs. she would Roper. make a good Mr. Furley. No, who would be Mr. Furley? <laughs> but Mr. Roper and Mrs. Roper weren't on at the same time as Mr. Furley. I think she could. I think B. Arthur could do Mr. and Mrs. Roper. Are we Movie allowed magic. to cast her? Yeah, because we just did. We're casting her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We She's going to play the Roper. She'll get her own spinoff. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. Yeah. When we return, <laughs> I think we've got it all figured out. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get the Cobra gang together because uh, Britney Spears is posting on the gram again, mm. and we need to figure out what it all means after this on My Talk 1071. Well, Britney Spears is on the gram, and she's writing stuff, and we're wondering about it on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, we could better get the Cobra gang together. Whenever there's trouble, we'll double the double with the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra gang. Oh, God. Oh, God. You guys, um, Brittany's talking again, and this is actually, back it up, before... The videos were dropped by Kevin Federline last night. Uh, the videos that her children shot of her uh, that have since now gone away. Like, in the posts that I'm going to tell you about have also gone away. So this is how Kevin Federline and Britney Spears are communicating mm. uh, by posting things and then taking them down. That's what we're doing. Mm. And that's, they're not alone. But she starts a conversation in this post that has since been deleted about 
uh, her dogs and then ends up with her kids. And it's basically, I'm just going to cut to the chase and tell you, it's sad and it's clear that she has been traumatized. This is not a surprise to anyone. And I think she does need some trauma therapy. We've talked a lot about trauma therapy this week, mostly in connection with Pete Davidson, because there's a story about him going to trauma therapy after the like sort of trolling that he got at the hands of Kanye West, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, if anybody needs uh, trauma therapy, it's all of us, but probably Britney Spears is chief among them Mm -hmm. because it's clear from the way she talks in this post that she has been through a lot. The problem is I would love for her to find that help one-on-one and not on Instagram, which is probably why the post was later taken down. But I can tell you roughly what the post said. I'm not going to read the three, I think four pages verbatim. It's real long. It's real long. But she talked, but okay, here's the context. So we had word that there was this interview that is going to air over in the UK. Yep. By Kevin Federline or yep. with Kevin Federline, right? Right. It's an ITV interview. It's actually conducted by a, a renowned interviewer. Oh, who's the... Um, her person. name is uh, ch- 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 Daphne Barack. Okay, I do not know this person, yeah. but I. But anyway, so so the story comes out that Kevin Federline did this interview, and we got dribs and drabs. You told us about it. That obviously set Brittany off, and I'm not surprised because well, yeah. she has dealt with people telling her story. She doesn't even like it when somebody tells her story well. A lot right. of the documentaries that have come out, she kind of roundly is just not. She's like I. She doesn't want anybody telling her story. Get it. Understood. Mm -hmm. So she says things in this post like, quote, it's hard for me to let go of things I truly love, like my kids. This is where she starts to talk about her kids. The situation should have been 100% dealt with privately and definitely not online. A British network claimed their stepmom's goal is to keep the children away from all the controversy and trauma in my home. I have love in my home and I have blessings from the people I allow in and out of my home. So that's kind of the response to like the stepmom saying basically like she's there to do the best for by these kids and she's not going to put the kids, you know, up in the drama because mm-hmm. there's this whole thing about how Kevin has custody of the kids. The kids don't want to be with Brittany. She, Brittany is pushing back on all of that. Yeah. When she says these things. Um, apparently she used to see her kids like twice a week, but then it was released to one or reduced to one day a week. She goes, yeah, I know teenagers are just hard, uh, to deal with at any age, but come on, they're being rude and they're being hateful. They would visit me, walk in the door, go straight to their room, lock the door, the monitor, I think the legal monitor, the person responsible for monitoring custody would tell me that he just likes to be in his room. Is that what that means? I don't know. I'm like, why come visit me if they don't want to visit me? But I never said that because I have to be kind. I always uh, tried and tried. So she's, again, she's verbalizing all of this trauma. Yeah. And again, I want to help her. We all want to help her. Right. We want to unpack some of those things. If you and I sat here, we could probably figure out what's going on. But like, is that doing her or the kids any good? Uh, yeah, apparently not right now. I mean, y- it's 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 heartbreaking because you certainly can relate to a lot of the things that she says. Kids are difficult. Kids, especially teenagers, are difficult. They are at that age where they want to go and shut the door and you know live in their own private world. We saw what happened behind a closed door. 
when one of her kids got on the Instagram, yeah. right? I mean, they don't have fully formed prefrontal cortices. They, their decision-making is wonky. They're kids. kids. They're being age-appropriate. and But also, we're dealing with a person who has never had any control over her relationships. She, I mean, mentally and psychologically, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody would say that a person who's been treated that way is going to behave in a way that is less than adult. Yes. Which is also why I I think a lot of people give a lot of grace for those videos that Kevin Federline posted that were supposed to make her look bad. They make they 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 make her look human and but also a person who has struggled and again that's yes. why I said the trauma is on full display nobody's doubting that but like let's take this offline now so that everybody can get the help that they need. Well, and I almost feel like they're almost there because they keep on posting things and pulling them. And whoever it is who's telling them to pull... I feel like it's the lawyer. Well, it is probably the lawyer, but then the lawyer needs to be the one to say, (laughs) maybe don't post it. Run it through me first. Because there's all kinds of pain going on out there. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, D-Bags! Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello, kids. And uh, we have a name for them. That name is... Z-Bags. Hey. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag? Thank you for asking. Have you seen... Okay. So you're telling me you haven't heard about this Texas church that no. did an unauthorized production of the Broadway show Hamilton? Well, what? Now, that in and of itself, you're like, okay, I mean, sometimes that stuff happens. Like, people think, no big deal. We're just going to, you know, do a little show, the song. Everybody knows all the music. This is like a full earth production. And they live streamed it. Ooh, that's bold. It's bullsy. Okay. And you know what? I'm going to take it I'm going to take it to 11 cuz I'm going to tell you the other thing that they did. Okay. Not only did they live stream it, they also changed lyrics oh. to the very very famous show. Now, they didn't change the topic. It still was about the history of Alexander Hamilton who lost in a duel to Aaron Burr. Mm-hmm. He's on the 10. Yeah. Hamilton, not Burr. Hamilton. Uh, he's on the Hamilton. Um, they kept the story, but they changed some of the lyrics to make the focus more on the big JC. And so they literally took the art. Um, do you mean Jesus? I mean Jesus. They um. literally took the art... The work, the extensive, and I mean extensive work, that was done by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who created this, Yeah, studied the story, studied <laughs> so multiple genres. It, how did they make it about Jesus? Okay, who I'll was give Jesus? You, no. What? Who was Jesus? Yeah. Nobody played the role of Jesus. No, I know, I but was there like a me, metaphor? Who is Jesus? I was Who's like, this Jesus, you character you okay. speak of? So what they did is what they were trying to do was like center, like make the story, like make the lyrics more uh, 
were faith-filled okay. than what they are. For example, there is a um, part of the song, oh boy, I can't remember what the song is called, but um, there's a verse that goes, but I'm not afraid, I know who I married, so long as you come home at the end of the day, that would be enough. Okay, that's a song that's sung by Eliza Hamilton, Okay, the wife of Eliza. Alexander. Yeah, exactly. The wife of Alexander Hamilton. Well, they changed those lyrics too, and I quote, but I am not afraid... My hope is in Jesus. If you could just give him a chance today, that would be enough. So, and that's not the only place that they did that. But wait, there's more? But wait, there's more. Oh, Lord. Then, after the very long live-streamed version, what's the word? Unauthorized version of Hamilton that was performed by this Texas church. The church's pastor delivered a sermon that included an anti-LGBTQ plus message. Oh, okay. So, essentially going completely all the way against the broader goal of Hamilton, which is about inclusivity in multiple different ways. Okay. Right? So there's like a very broad message in the way that Hamilton is cast. This, I can't even... The question I have is... What's going to happen now? Well, they're going to be fined or something, right? Oh, they are getting real litigious right now. Because Lin-Manuel Miranda today tweeted a statement... Quote, grateful to all of you who reached out about this illegal, unauthorized production. Now lawyers do their work and always grateful for the dramatist guild who have the backs of writers everywhere, be it your first play or your 50th. So essentially, the dramatist uh, guild are the ones who kind of brought this to attention because they're there to protect the artists who write this is their, I mean, this is their art. So this is a form of plagiarism. Cause if you're going to use it, you got to pay. Yeah. Well, and you can't, you, you and also you can't, can't change, change it. Yeah. So I, I, that's not how that works. Also, yeah. I feel like there are a couple of plays that they could have selected. Yeah. That actually deal with the, the topic that they're really working toward. Yeah. Jesus Christ Superstar? Godspell? Oh. I mean, there's hair? Uh, so oh, many. Hair. Oh. There's just a lot of options, is all I'm saying. Now, if you really want to have a hilarious laugh, there is video somebody has spliced together on TikTok, uh, and it's all over Twitter as well, of this production. And I just, number one, would say they had a great budget because the set looks pretty similar. Well, it doesn't surprise me. It's probably like a big church. And, yeah. You know, they put on big productions nowadays. Yeah. I would say the talent is questionable. Well, um, I mean, you know. But they're really, they're feeling it. They're we, in it, man. When we did Our Town, it's not like, I'm glad there's no video of that, I, I will just say. Right? There are some things. Yeah. Anyway, um, it is, it's just an adventure to go on if you... Yeah, I just, I don't understand the idea of like, like, if you want, like, if you're going to go to all that effort, just like write your own musical about like the things that you're excited about. Right. Or just don't do this one if it doesn't speak to the thing you're trying to speak to. Right, which, but don't try to the, shoehorn it. Yeah, like it's just not, you know, and if you do that, great, but uh, don't live stream it and think that the world's not going to see it. Which makes you wonder right. if this was an intention all along. Well, the world is watching. Yeah. 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 Thank you.
Thank you. That was in Texas. Texas. Well, my D bag today is the world. Uh, Not really. It's just the world in which the Daily Mail is transmitted to us because the Daily Mail is my D bag for this headline. Wendy Williams, 58, sparks concern as she steps out appearing disoriented and showing trim frame after doubling down on claims she's married, despite her own manager's denial. Cut to pictures of Wendy Williams that have been highly photoshopped to make her look dead. I mean, literally, they took photos of Wendy Williams and put like, you know what Kardashians do to their face with with filters? Do the exact opposite and you will see what uh, somebody over at the Daily Mail did to Wendy Williams in an attempt to do that thing that tabloids do to fake care and concern about a human by making them look horrible and making us all go, oh, my God, what's wrong with her? I mean, you're not wrong because I also watched the video of the exact same moment and they don't look as terrible as the pictures. No, no, because and also like it's clear like, oh, God, look, Wendy Williams is alive and in a in a meat suit. Uh-huh. Uh, if if you showed up right now and took photos of me, mm-hmm. you I mean, you could be like, oh, my God, what's wrong with him? It's just her being her. And look, I think there's real reason to be concerned about Wendy Williams, but it doesn't require photoshopping her legs. Because let's be clear, this is really just about her legs. Because, you know, and also she got some limb issues. We have talked about she got lymphedema. Yes. So, like, I'm not surprised that her legs look uh, like she has lymphedema. Well, and also over the very many years, she has lost a considerable amount of weight and i don't know if you know about how your skin adjusts to yeah, such things yeah i would like to bring you to a close-up of my butt i mean like it, nobody's thank butt you for the invitation the age of, <laughs> come on in no oh no thanks uh anyway i no. got you a present you jerk um <laughs> i'm just saying like anybody close up with the sharp filter dialed to 20 yeah. is is not going to want to be anywhere near my butt. No, this, you know, like you, you said it actually perfectly before when you said this is the opposite of what the Kardashians do. Yeah. Like the Kardashians use the filter system to alter their appearance so that they look better, softer. Well, what they think is better. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Softer. Mm-hmm. Um, what they've done to Wendy Williams is the precise opposite no, of that there's They're enough like, how to do be we concerned highlight every about imperfection i don't need to come for her legs well honestly honestly and also stop posting photos of her eyes because she's got it's people get you know they get crazy about her eyes and i think it has they don't understand the whole graves thing right that that is a side effect of graves eye disease is that it makes your eyes bulge out and it's Nobody likes it. Nobody yeah, who has but it's, it likes it's not it. A, it's, a, it's not a sign that she's like, right, quote, well, like, crazy. Yeah. It's a sign that she has grave disease, which she has. But here's the other thing. Like, if you don't ha- like, if you just post pictures without telling us what we should be seeing in the pictures, without, without 
throwing a filter on them, our brains will do the work. Don't worry about yeah. it. Everybody will have their inside thoughts that will match whatever is the reason you put those out in the first place. Yeah, and then we'll go, oh, I wonder what that's about. Yeah. But you're not going to be like, oh my God. I will say her shorts are really short. Well, that's, yeah. Like, I would not feel comfortable in those shorts. Well. Mostly because things would be flopping out. But she doesn't have that problem. Okay. I just I feel like get a we've, little side sauce. I feel in like yeah, we've yeah, like your friend's dad, like in the eighties, oh uh-huh. like mowing the lawn. You're like, oh, oh god, oh, Jer. Oh, I think it's time to retire them shorts, Jer. Or like that guy that was sitting up against a tree when I was going to the bus stop. When oh I was no, eight. that guy was a pervert. <laughs> That's true. What? That is that guy a fact. What? A- wait, wait, wait. Oh no, yeah, I totally was like eight years old walking to the bus stop. Guy leaned up against a tree with running shorts on and when i say on i'm using a real loose interpretation of emphasis on the loose exactly and he was like hi and i was like no and i ran home nope yes that happened i have been raptured thank you thank you (laughs) anywho uh wendy williams short shorts photoshopped we're not having it thank you for playing nice try daily mail Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, still shame on you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, the thing that we definitely do not want to talk about, Ezra Miller. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we do want to talk about Ezra Miller. Yeah. And we're gonna, after this, on My Talk 107.1. We are on our second day in a row of a story about Ezra Miller... Mm, doing things that are mm, wrong, bad, and unfavorable to their career. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, day two and a new Ezra Miller story. Yeah, so um oh gosh. It's been as many days as stories when it comes to Ezra Miller. And the the story that we need to talk about today is from people or comes from people magazine at least the version that i read wherein they say police have been unable to locate a mother and her three children who were staying with ezra miller in vermont and vermont seems to be the place where a lot of uh, what's been going on lately with ezra miller takes place reportedly the family left the property two months ago but authorities believe the actor could be helping the mom evade an emergency order so That all gets to the story. Um, Now, uh, I believe the story was originally reported by Rolling Stone. There were court documents that they were able to view, which apparently report that in June, the family were staying on uh, Ezra Miller's farm under allegedly dangerous conditions, whatever that means. Vermont State Police then tried to serve an emergency care order to the woman, I think at the request of the father, this last weekend, which would require the kids who are one, four and five in uh, terms of age, that they be taken uh, from the home and from her care, meaning they have reason to believe that the kids are not in the best care at the hands of their mother. How does Miller, Ezra Miller, play into this? Well, Ezra Miller told police that the mother and the kids left two months ago and haven't been back since. But... The Vermont state's attorney's office said Miller's responses could have been used to evade the emergency care order, meaning there's reason to believe that Ezra Miller knows where this mother and her children Mm -hmm. are and is keeping mom 
on the issue. Mom on the mom. Mom on the mom to keep the mother from facing law enforcement. And perhaps, uh, I don't know what the motivation would be. However, and maybe you would think there is a good motivation. Who knows? But again, I just bring you back to the fact that this is now the second day in a row we've talked about Ezra Miller being on the wrong end of law enforcement. Well, and I feel like we actually said this yesterday uh, when Ezra Miller was in a headline for not good activity, that the movie... It involved stealing booze. Yeah, The Flash, the movie that they are starring in, comes out still a year from now. And there's a lot of time between now and a year from now and if this is the pace we're gonna go with Ezra Miller if we're gonna continue to have stories this frequently this this is this is not only not good for the people who are tangling with Ezra Miller but it's very much not good for no this movie yeah for the movie and then you begin to ask questions of Warner Brothers like hey guys um you just had a bad PR week uh, after you announced pulling Batgirl mm-hmm. for a number of reasons, and you still have this Ezra Miller problem. And the Ezra Miller problem has been known to you for a very long time, in so much as Ezra Miller has been on the wrong end of law enforcement since we first heard those reports of getting in fights in Hawaii, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, pestering, badgering, stalking, that kind of behavior. And that has then since continued with weird i when i say weird i mean like the reports that we read about his uh their relationship Ezra Miller's that is relationship with young girls just mm-hmm. seemed problematic at least mm-hmm. right i don't know if it was illegal at worst yeah there was a young woman who was under the age of 18 whose parents said that for several years Ezra Miller had been um influencing their daughter and controlling and there was actually more than one that's true yeah there were like two there were two situations one of which yeah like one again it has been known to warner brothers for a long time that that ezra miller could be a potential problem legally at worst i don't even know like the like worst best but like could be a legal issue as much as an optical issue. Right. Like you do you really want the star of your very successful film that you're spending lots of money to promote to be in headlines for exhibiting bizarre behavior? Whether that's right, wrong, and different, I don't care, but we're talking about Hollywood. Right. Right. And we're talking about well, audiences who you're trying to argue should sit their seats and watch your product. When yeah, in they're Hollywood. gonna feel gross about what's going on with this person, uh that's now the star of your film. I mean, optics are everything yeah, in Hollywood. Course. And honestly, to the point where we're forgetting the details of all of the many collections of questionable behaviors that have been exhibited by Ezra Miller, to your point, from questionable to dangerous. Um, and just like that, enough. Like, when are you like, hi. Tell you. Uh, so Ezra Miller... Can we just maybe stay out of headlines for a hot minute? Right? Now, I... I'm going to say something I don't know the full story of, but there I I saw something somewhere that indicated that even somebody on Ezra Miller's management team was essentially deployed to be Ezra's minder for a period of time. 
That sounds vaguely familiar, and I wouldn't be surprised. Because they knew that Ezra Miller was capable and, in fact, um, you know, exhibiting behaviors that are, again, not optically good for Warner Brothers. And yet still, we're getting story after story after story. So that didn't work is all I'm trying to say. So, like, literally, if you just go to the bottom of the People article that I just shared with you, they have related articles. Ezra Miller charged with felony burglary after allegedly stealing alcohol. Mm -hmm. Hawaii mom, her three kids are living at Ezra Miller's Vermont farm. Uh, Warner Brothers praises the Flash amid star Ezra Miller's scandals. Uh, it's terrific. Woman allegedly choked by Ezra Miller in Iceland details incident. Parents claim Ezra Miller brainwashed uh, their teen. Parents of 18-year-old activists cause, uh, accuse Ezra Miller of grooming. Like, And I could go on. Yeah. Hawaii couple dismisses restraining order against Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller arrested on second-degree assault charges. Ezra Miller deactivates Instagram as child is granted court protection like literally yeah warner brothers is if you don't want to deal with this issue i don't know what to tell you because it's going to get real real uncomfortable between the closer we get to that movie coming out so issue we did get this uh from our friend panda panda tweeted and said just out of curiosity i went to ezra's wikipedia page the controversies and legal issues section looks like the largest section of their page i mean not surprised. Not surprised. Again, and at it's all. not going to get any better because imagine now that you're doing a imagine that you're doing press for this film and you are in no way related to connected to or have an opinion about Ezra Miller, guess what you're going to get asked about? Right. Right. Well, which we've seen this happen with the co-stars of Army Hammer. Oh, yeah. Uh, when Army Hammer was not allowed to do press for Death on the Nile. Is that what it's called? Death on the Nile? That's all anybody asked the Mm -hmm. other co-stars about, which that's a super frustrating place to be in, right? When you want to be, when you're in this major blockbuster, huge motion picture, gigantic budget, you're out there, you know, hustling for yourself and your own work. And all anybody wants to talk to you about is the stain that's been put on this by one person and their behavior. That said, like at this level, like if the movie came out tomorrow, I think the movie and I, I'm, I'm again, not speaking from like an ethical moral standpoint. I'm just thinking of like business for Warner brothers. If this movie came out tomorrow, uh, the, the general, the point I'm trying to make is the general audience at this point, I don't think is paying too close attention, especially at this time of year to Ezra Miller's headlines on people, even this though we true. are, yeah. but that could very well change as we get closer to the film. <sighs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're actually going to the food court. Literally. Yes. A court for food. For We've food. been doing pizza's court. We're going to sandwich court when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one oh seven one.